One other thing I was going to mention was, because Mike had brought up Peixoto, great coffee spot, like them a lot. It's the only unfortunate uh, uh, obstacle for me is that location. I wish they had one that was out in Phoenix somewhere because it just, I obviously I'm not going to drive 30 minutes to go get coffee. Yeah, it's not like you have anything else you love in the Chandler area. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, (laughs) Really sticking it up. No rebuttal there. How about we start off with a uh, cleaner beginning? (laughs) <laughs> you don't want to give an intro five minutes before the end, like last time? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it kind of worked for us anyways, but yeah, let's, let's start it officially. All right. Well, officially, welcome to Always Parched. And as you can hear, I'm joined by, virtually joined this time, uh, by my good buddies, Micah and Dinger. Hello, boys. Hey, yo. yo. Cheers. Everybody got a drink in here? Yeah. All right, virtual cheers, boys. Hey, this will be a good screen grab. Boop. Yes. Clink. <laughs> this is a good plug for this uh, Norland glass. Now you can actually see it. Mm. Oh. Starting early with the plugs, huh? Yeah, like early and often. Very actually minimal got... ingredient cocktail there. What's that? Yeah, well, what you drinking? So that looks like a minimal ingredient cocktail. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's very representative of the day, potentially the week I've had. It's just not necessarily bad. It's just a tad bit exhausting. So I just did not have the energy today to (laughs) throw together ingredients. So I went straight for the scotch. Nice. Nice. Yep. So I am drinking Lafroy 10. I even thought about busting out. You know, if you can see, um, you know, I got a Balvini Caribbean cask up there, an Ardbeg drum. I've mentioned these in the past. We've talked about them, you know. They're almost some of them, like the Ardbeg drum, celebratory because uh, one Scotch night this year with that one. And Balvini is just always a tasty one. I always, Micah and I have always enjoyed that together and I have a handful of other ones. But really, I'm not in a celebratory mood. I'm not. Uh, upset but i'm just i just want a drink like a good stiff yeah. sip and this is what i i reverted to you revert back to what you know best and i went straight for the uh Lefroig 10 so that's what i'm drinking solid call nice mm-hmm. dinger what do you got i'm actually gonna throw you guys a curveball here <clears throat> you're gonna be very surprised with this one is it um, seltzer <laughs> It's, there's there's some lime Lacroix in it, mm. but I'm actually going NA tonight. Oh, oh, there you go. Seed Lip Garden 108. I figured this uh, this whole quarantine thing, you know, could lead to lots of nights. So some nights maybe back off a little. Yeah, I uh, uh, a little bit of uh, Tom Collins Elderflower and hop syrup. Mm. Mm. Some fresh lime juice, some lime soda, a little ango. Nice. Looks delightful. That's very refreshing. I was really debating whether to go NA for this also, but um, I, but I don't really have any NA. I don't have C-lip in my stash, and I was like, ah, scotch sounds better anyways, but uh, I was kind of there with you. It, uh, 
it can devolve quickly when you don't have to actually be in the office the next day. At yeah. no point was I considering not putting booze in a glass. <laughs> so good on you guys, but not for me. Mm. Well then, but not, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got a pretty simple one here. Um, and it's going to be my first of shout outs and references to Cardinal spirits out of Indiana. Uh, we went there, me and my whole family went uh, back when they were living in Indiana. And it has honey schnapps. And then I found another fun one from Trader Joe's. It is uh, lemon elderflower soda. You're finding and some I, pretty, uh, and pretty I mixed tasty them. sodas, yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I went on Cardinal Spirits website to see what, what I should do with the schnapps. And they only had one. And it was called the Queen Bee. And it was their schnapps, lemon, and uh, soda to to preference and so i pretty much did that considering the lemons in the soda and honey and elderflower go well together so boom nailed it yeah tasty uh, delightful refreshing and uh just took me 20 seconds to make so not bad nice well yeah during the uh well actually i was gonna say during the quarantine I feel like uh, I've, I've gotten several requests. Not I feel like I have gotten several requests from, from a few people about what I would recommend about uh, throwing together something and what they have. And I said, well, why the hell didn't you listen to the 12 bottle bar? Because if you had that, you'd be pretty well stocked and versatile for your various classic cocktails. But, uh, but no, they... They were like, this is what I have. They send me three things and I, nine out of 10 times, I'm like, you should just open that and sip it because <laughs> that's not a bad thing to sip. Uh, otherwise, you're, you know, I haven't given much thought, but I, something like that, Micah, uh, just made me think like, yeah, you can just take like a, if you have a, a, real, a good, good spirit, just add a little bit of soda to it, you know, especially if yeah. you have a good, a good flavored soda water like that. And I got uh, two questions to uh, stem off from that. Um, Dinger, what does your home bar look like right now? Um, I've got whiskey. I've got mezcal. But more of like sipping things. The only real like cocktail ingredients I have in there are for Negronis. It's my favorite drink. So right. that's like the first drink I'm going to stock. Yeah, I've got just a couple bags full of bitters. I've got any sort of old-fashioned variation I can do. Some some hands. I do have a couple vermouths. Got nice. one in the fridge actually. A couple sipping vermouths, and then uh, a nice one that hasn't been opened yet. So I always have the option for that Manhattan. Um, that obviously goes with the Negroni, but it's building back up. Got lots yeah, of whiskey. Got some new the new Wilderness Trail, which is awesome mm-hmm. if you haven't had that yet. It's a sweet not. mash from Dansville, Kentucky. That Danville is good stuff. It is that, really good. That's the rye that you brought yep. to Palm Springs, right? Yep. Golf yeah. trip. Yeah, that was tasty. I like that a lot. Yeah. I yeah, think I just took like a, a little two fingers or something pour right before you had to take off, but I was tasting it and I that was really tasty. I liked it. Yeah. I have a really nice by the Dutch bottle from when they were in town with us. And I asked that because in our last, uh, when we got together last time, uh, just Woe and I, we talked about how I was trying to drink the booze to eliminate bottles. And yeah. I know I'm never going to be able to get down to 12, 
but uh, I haven't purchased very many in the last, I don't know, nine months, intentionally trying to uh, winnow it down a bit. And But there are some that I still pick up. And I was wondering, like, in the last year, do you guys have booze that you find you're, you've purchased more than others? Oh, yeah. Mine would be whiskey. Yeah. I've been going, I've been doing a lot, and I haven't really been purchasing much, but when I do, it's like a store pick single barrel. Okay. Some like nice cash strength something. So I've got a couple of those, and then this wilderness trail from the trip. Um, snagged a bottle for that. And yeah. I think uh, for me, I, I'm restocking. I, um, uh, like a blended whiskey, blended scotch, just from batching cocktails with that. Um, what else? Sometimes I, some of the things I just hit more like Campari or right. two bay bitters or something like that. Uh, just because again, I'm making maybe more Negronis for me, or I'm also trying to batch a couple different drinks. Like um, I think I batched a, jungle birds yeah. at one point, something like that. But it mine mostly come from batching. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was finding that with mine, I was, I haven't purchased anything new, but I'm always rebuying green chartreuse, Campari, uh, terroir gin from St. George. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, and the one that I buy the most easily, the one I purchased the most in the last year was a uh, Broncamenta. I did really? a lot of that last with year. Your yeah. Coffee. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, because you have it with your coffee, <laughs> that does make it go a lot faster. Uh, yeah. Rum bottles with me too. Yeah, dude. Three quarter ounce of Broncomenta and your lattes. Fantastic. <laughs> um, but then I do the half and half and then I also do the chow bellows. Uh, we're going to get into this a little bit, uh, not necessarily plugging, but just talking about, what some of our local favorite spots are doing right now to kind of weather the storm of, of the quarantine and, and here in Phoenix for uh, anybody that's not in Phoenix listening, you know, we've had our restaurants and bars and everything shut down now. So these places are obviously trying to find ways. Country. Yeah, yeah. Creative ways to survive now. Um, but and I'm going full support local on with what I got going here. I've got a uh, Ren house hat here in Phoenix. I got a Tattersall shirt in Minneapolis. And exactly what I was wearing earlier. Nice. And not that Tattersall shirt, but uh, again, the Cardinal spirit. So um, all small companies, you know, I was, I, when I texted that question that I thought we should, think about the local stuff it got me inspired so i tried to uh, put in shoehorn in as much of it as possible nice i was wearing that exact same hat i was wearing a tattersall shirt earlier well go put it on we want matchers uh, I, all, I went for a hike in the shirt so it is currently in the wash if you say local yeah tattersall is not local yeah and yeah, neither is indiana but local. it's local when, when i'm when i'm there local it's local to three different parts of the country. <laughs> hey which you just said all across the country. I'm trying to support local. <laughs> all across the country. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I've gone through some stages this last week. How so? Denial. And then acceptance. Well, I mean, I don't know if I was full denial, but 
then I was angry mm. for a couple of days. I was very angry. And then I think I got depressed for a couple of days. And I think today was the first day I was uh, more accepting. Maybe yesterday, slightly, maybe half of yesterday. No. Yeah. Anyway, I think my anger came because I found so many jokes about the situation and right. not taking anything seriously. And, and oh. to me, because we're, we're working, I'm, I'm still working, um, you know, because alcohol is an essential so, and that's what I really wanted to hear about from your perspective, because like, obviously the service industry is getting hit the worst, you know, of the major sort of business types out there. And you're like right in the thick of it. So I want to hear oh, from yeah. you, if you don't mind what's going on. Yeah. I mean, obviously restaurants, bars are closed um, yeah. with in Arizona with the series six license, which is a bar license, you're allowed retail sales. So they've, they've been able to, to, you know, pick some revenue back up, um, mm -hmm. local restaurants, uh, some of our favorites are, are doing takeout with, um, now the governor announced that they can sell alcohol, uh, along with food orders. Right. So they can get a little bit additional there, but it's not, I mean, you still have the majority of the population that is social distancing and self quarantine. And so they're not going out. They might do delivery, but delivery services are very behind. Um, you know, if, if even available, I know a lot of, we've jumped on to see if just to look at our supplies back in grocery stores, if could we put an in, in Instacart order in and, and have it delivered. And, and a lot of them don't even have windows. It doesn't give you a date oh, wow. of when it can deliver, when it can do anything. So I think the food delivery is that way too. The restaurants have been uh, employing their staff to be the delivery drivers to accommodate a lot of them. Um, so they're just doing what they can, but you know, even the hit on our side, you know, we still supply retail. So there still is a lot of sales being um, out there for us, for a smaller company. I, we don't have as much of the retail uh, portion, but we do have a lot of it. So, you know, we're still working, but it's a huge hit. Yeah. So when uh, I, you know, when, sorry, just the yeah, when, when the anger came in, it was, you know, this is, this is happening. This is going to be, this is a huge hiccup. We're going to be down for a while, but I just kept thinking like for every day that people aren't quarantining or staying away or practicing this or not, or, you know, not taking this seriously, how many more weeks is that going to add to the end? Of right. It? So yeah. Let's just bite the bullet, get it over with, get it contained so we can get back to normal business. You know, we just now have the government dragging their feet on, the stimulus package. So it just becomes more and more uncertain every day. And this weekend was the first days for me, uh, for me and Misty to kind of feel like, well, first of all, we turned the news off. Right. Definitely check in. That's a good way to lower stress <laughs> real quick. Definitely have checked in uh, randomly, but uh, that was the start. Turn off the music, turn on or turn off the, the news, turn on some music, um, get some stuff done, hang out with the family. That, that really helped. Um, but there, you know, it seems like the stressful news is kind of in the past. Now it's just the waiting. Whenever I check in, I'm waiting to like hear an answer. Yeah. I, I think that there's going to be some sort of solution that comes on. Uh, and I'm just disappointed again because they're just, we're still talking about the same stuff and there's still uncertainty and, and whatever, but turn the news off. Yeah. Check in, but turn it off.
we've kind of been alluding to we can talk a little bit about specifically what what these spots are doing these uh, restaurants and bars are doing to kind of mitigate the damage right so you know i i we actually ordered from takeout from um uh one of our favorite restaurants here which is clever koi josh james obviously friend of the podcast um but he's but we also really like the food quite a bit there and then when uh the governor uh gave the executive order to allow to go drinks uh to accompany food orders I was all in. I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, you can actually get a little bit of a date night, so to speak. Uh, grab some food, grab grab some drinks, and watch Monsters, Inc. while we do that. <laughs> so that the nice. kids let us eat in silence. <laughs> um, yeah, right. But it... But that was, so that's nice to see that. And what, what was actually, you know, nice to hear was that we, when we tried to call in to place the order, it took us a good three or four times to get through on the line. And when, uh, Whitney went to go pick it up, she ran into Josh and talked to him a little bit and, and he said, you know, they're doing relatively well at least. And this is a, a, a good alternative for them for the time being. And she said, yeah, it took me a couple of times to to get through on the call and you say, yeah, we've never needed more than one line <laughs> and it's going to take the, to the phone company, you know, a couple of days to get out here and add, add some lines so that we can uh, handle more than one call. So I, that was, you know, we've been focusing on all the, the sky is falling right now. So I, I, that was glad, I was glad to hear that. And I yeah. hope other places in the local spots are experiencing some of the same stuff. Yeah. I noticed uh, the, the killer whale sex club downtown. I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new bar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Me neither. They, they opened up uh no, what is that? It's down on Roosevelt Row. So I think it's Sixth Street and Roosevelt or Fifth Street and Roosevelt. I think Sixth Street and Roosevelt. Uh big it used to be the Grateful House, I think, but beautiful mural on the side. Um can't miss it if you're going on on Roosevelt. They actually chipped in and started. They they can they have a series six, so they can sell booze. They were selling booze with Cheez Its, your favorite, Micah, little bags mm. of Cheez Its. Oh my! Um, <laughs> but they also were helping with supplies. So when the shelves were empty with you know cleaning supplies or toilet paper or whatever, they were also um, helping their community out with that because they still had some access to it. I don't know if they do anymore, but um, <clears throat> that I thought was pretty cool. Clever Coy, like you mentioned, Central and Glen Rosa, um, Parlor, about 20th and Camelback. LTO. Yeah, Parlor was on on my list because I saw that they're doing like a sort of fundraiser things where, you know, the proceeds go directly to the laid off or furloughed people. So, yep. you know, yep. part of this stimulus package, you'd, you hate to go have the money go to the wrong places. So it's nice that you can feel confident that the people who need it are actually getting the money. Right. Which is also what I think is holding up the vote in the uh, stimulus yeah. package, making yeah, sure it it's going to the right places. But right. Yeah. This one is right. Crujiente 40th and Camelback. They're doing some really cool food things. I think, did you look into that Mike? Because I did not yet. No, what I saw was that they're doing a par made par cooked takeout. So they get you everything ready to go to where you can go home and just finish it. And then it's just as fresh as if you're sitting in the restaurant. 
I thought that was a pretty cool um, idea to to kind of still get what you would be getting if you were dining in as far as quality. Sometimes by the time you get home, they don't taste fresh out, you know. So that's that I thought was good. Vecina is doing also uh, takeout and uh, drinks, I believe. And they just got one of the nominations for best restaurants uh, by James Beard Foundation. Yeah, that's right. So that's a that's a, one of my new favorite spots. But did a quick check on that, and yeah, you're right about Crujente. It is uh, says taco because they're taco kits and they're prepared in yeah. boxed tacos. They're ready for you to cook in the comfort of your own home, complete with par cooked proteins, fresh. Freshly made tortillas, accompaniments, and cooking instructions from the chef. So under under ten minutes is what it gives you an estimate to prepare. So a little bit of I don't want to say work, but you know a little bit of effort on your part. But you know obviously they're trying to duplicate the experience as closely as possible. Yeah, and you know if you've ever been there, that food is real good, real good. Yeah, real good. Um, so yeah, let's let's swing it back around, especially to something lighter. God, that's true. We don't we don't need these to all be around the uh, quarantines and viruses. <laughs> I know. And yeah, stuff. Well, it's so hard. It it's completely taken over like all aspects of life right now. Yeah, let's just enjoy the fact that we are sharing a drink together. You look like all, you need a refill. I already refilled. This is the second refill. Damn. So, yeah. Um, because just in case we talked about uh, classy bottles, this time I went Italicus. Mm. Let's do it. And, mm. and still this. Let's do it. Um, I want to fancy up your home bar just uh, for aesthetics alone. What, uh, what's, your, what's your recommendation, Micah? What's your favorite uh, or what's your best looking bottle in your collection? Yeah, so oh. we... <laughs> when you see that posture, <laughs> you know, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just got up and left. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, I don't know. You know, I was looking through my home bar trying to think of things to talk about tonight. So we actually had a, a, some notes prior <laughs> to. And so I sent a text that said, uh, name your best looking bottle. And I assume that's what Dinger's doing. He didn't just totally bail on us. He's going to go, <laughs> I happen to have all my props already here because I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. But if you've got an Italicus bottle, and a Saint Germain bottle on your shelf, it is classy as hell. Now these are very, very light, very floral boozes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like weight. I was like, that Italicus oh. bottle is heavy as shit. No, no, yeah. So this is by no means a necessity on your home bar, but classy as hell. Look at that. That's some Art Deco right there. Yeah, no, that's a great. I've I've received several compliments on that bottle, and the the blue and the gold, and just like the fluting, the Saint Germain bottle, very good looking. I like it. I got over the Saint Germain bottle. I mean, I I think it does still look good, but personally, I just I don't like the way it feels when I pour. It's just the edges and stuff. I just for me personally, I I don't like it anymore. I don't. That's I. I think it's not so much the look, it's the actual feel of it, you know? Yeah. But now I just Form- associate it all together and I don't like it. Well, you're wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> it's form over everything. function. It even yeah. says it's special. Special. <laughs> and if it says it on there, yeah, you know, it's true. Dinger, did you go and get a bottle to show or did you just bail because you don't give a shit? 
No, I was looking at the bottles that I have. I didn't grab any of them. All right. I mean, I, I was thinking more of like, like quality of what I'm drinking more than no, like no. aesthetics. So aesthetics, no. I don't, I don't go for aesthetics. Not, not we, for this. This is yeah. Purely objectifying a bottle. We don't care what's on the inside, mm. just what's on the outside. No, Nope. Can you at least just agree with me? So woes in the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, don't you, oh, I see a Talicus up on his bar too, right behind him. Yeah. But, but he was saying the St. Germain is over it. He's over it. Oh, well, I've been over St. Germain for a while. <laughs> the bottle it's, specifically or what's inside? Both. Neither. Oh, what? <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> All right, moving on. It was a stupid topic anyways. Why'd you guys even <laughs> let me say it out loud? Well, now I, now I want to see if I have something. Hold on. Oh, you, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know yeah, if this is... I'm going crazy tonight. Dude, you this are. is my third one. I, I, yeah. yeah, you are continually pouring. Here's I'm, mine. I'll show you mine. I'm glad you don't Hold have to drive home, buddy. That's a lot of seed lip. Yeah, I know. Let me go look again. Let me see if I can find some pretty bottle. Yeah, it's a good thing we're not live streaming this. We'll just have five minutes of dead air. Let's do it. I like the this one. I just like that it's different. It's like very, looks like, you know, chemistry set type of uh, bottle. The actual functioning is not great just because I feel like it takes up a lot of space on the bar because of the giant circumference of the actual. Interesting how that's not a disqualifier for your thing then uh well it feels all right to pour <laughs> my biggest thing with saint germain was the pouring but the also the other issue with saint germain is so damn tall so if i don't want to put it up on top of the bar and if i put it under it it it's always it, some of the shelves are too low for it actually it, it would be too i think the bottom shelf is not tall enough to come uh to you know what i'm saying well, I think your choice is dumb and you're a dumb. Yeah. Yeah. By your face, I can tell that you're just over my trashing St. Germain's bottle. But um looks like Dinger's coming in with a last minute uh, entry. That looks delicious, but damn, 1983. Yeah. Again, we're objectifying bottles. We're, we don't care what's on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you don't yeah, care. The program. You, want to, you want to try this? That's not what I said. On my, on my birthday? <laughs> Do I get an invite? Maybe. B can come for sure. <laughs> uh, please appreciate please tell it. her. Okay. Let's get into some a couple tips. How about for, for people struggling at home with uh, what they're working with and uh, trying to come up with some drinks on their own? I know we talked a little bit about it, but what about cocktail books, Micah? You got uh, yeah. any recommendations for uh, someone that can hop on Amazon and, and grab a book and maybe start trying to fiddle with some stuff at home? I know I sent that text, but I forgot to look at my shelf again. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm prepared. That. Cut that whole thing. I'm prepared. Cut it. Since you're quarantined, everybody's got time to try to master this one. There oh we my go. God. Yeah. Let's agree with that. You're yeah. going to need a lot of time yeah. Yeah. for this book. That's I, actually perfect. Let's Let's do the aviary book. So... <laughs> I still am in the middle of that one cocktail. Yeah. So the one that I think we've talked about on the, the show before is the In the Rocks. 
Mm -hmm. Lots of variations here. Get going for your mm, yeah, your hollowed out ice ball. Did one of those at the parlor. Get your turkey basters ready. In here they do Ugh. it with water balloons. Yeah. Easy <laughs> if you don't, you know, don't have the molds at home. But the one I think I want to mess around with, if you have like a uh, food sealer, go for the bag. Oh, know. yeah. Get some aromatics these, in there. These are great so I think that's suggestions what, for home bartenders. This is what I'm going to work on. Well, Because not only do you need a food sealer, don't you need a... Uh, something like, to produce the smoke, yeah, or like a smoke well. of some sort. Yeah, yeah, those things aren't cheap. I mean, you can just get a flame and something and contain it. Just start fires, like a a lid. Get a uh, your um, cake lid, your little glass tray and cake cover. Yeah, dude, we got time, man. We're gonna be <laughs> we got like got nothing but time. <laughs> Yeah, like probably eight to 12 more weeks of this. <sighs> Otherwise, I think we, we said it before. Smuggler's Cove is a great one. It's all very approachable stuff to work with. That, one's a, that one's a really good one. Um, Death & Co. Like, Death & Co. is a little little trickier. They've got a little more intricate stuff, but good book. I, I don't think I've been disappointed in any of my books. Mm, that's not true i have been i have yeah. been for sure but i'm not gonna like you know trash yeah. any of them. so the other cocktail book i i've been referencing a lot is also the cocktail codex which is the follow-up to um the De uh, death and co book same same guys putting it out i believe if i'm not mistaken um and just because they organize it around six classic cocktails and and the theory is that they put forward is that that um, pretty much almost any drink can is a variation or has foundations in one of those six drinks based hmm. on the proportions or whatever. And so it's a it, in addition to seeing some variations that might get into some more esoteric spirits that maybe you're unfamiliar with. It also has it also starts with foundational stuff like how to make how a Manhattan how it's uh, a classical Manhattan, how a classic Manhattan was traditionally made, but also how today they've tweaked it a little bit to kind of update it uh, to something a little bit more modern. Not a lot, just, you know, changing either a ratio slightly or a different type of bitters or whatever. It's just a lot of different um, drinks that I think are pretty straightforward. So, well, but Smuggler's wait. Cove. I'm all about right currently and I'll tell you why because I have decided I've made the mental decision. I don't know what other decision you make, but that I'm going to start doing more tiki drinks just because, just because physically I have to be in here all the time. Mentally I want to be on an Island. Nice. Mm. So I'm all about, I'm all about that escapism right now. So the tiki drink is, is, is where I'm at. So I've made a couple over the weekend. I made a couple punches, you know, Mai Tais, stuff like that. But I'm diving, diving deep back into the Smuggler's Code book right now. See, there we go. We saved a segment that I uh, put out there and didn't follow through on. So good job. <laughs> yeah, you just, you totally dingered that segment. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's bad for me. <laughs> 
if we uh, we keep having to do these online ones, we can do a little better job of suggesting books because I got a lot of suggestions and there's a lot of good stuff in these books, but I'm ill-prepared today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what we should uh, put up on <clears throat> the old IG is some, some drinks, put some classics yeah. for people to make at home instead of these crazy cocktails you two are coming up with and putting in competitions and <laughs> becoming social media influencers on. Well, that uh, contest that I was talking about that said using a coffee liqueur, I almost submitted mine, but I was worried that the coffee comp or the uh, liqueur company would say it was gross. Mm. Who's the company? Uh, I don't remember. Huh. I follow so many people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> a couple hundred. A hundred? A couple hundred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A hundred on the dot. It's like if one goes in, one's going out. So yeah. watch yourself, buddy. Uh, speaking of, that's Unfollow my follow you in a hurry. One of the thing I was going to bring up was a, a question from the audience, question from a listener that was sent to me is why from the last episode you want fewer bottles. Like why do we kind of take pride in killing a bottle? And I thought about that, but what do you, but I, let me get, I've had some time to marinate and, and think about it. So what are your thoughts on that, Micah? And uh, I think mine was mostly just because I wanted, uh, initially I wanted to see if I could really get it down to just 12, even though it's a silly for maneuver. What, 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 what's the reason of getting it down to 12? Like why? Because our inaugural episode, besides the intro, right was 12 and there's some sort of nostalgia in there. And then there's also this stubbornness of like, yeah, this is really my list. This is what <laughs> I, I can operate on these 12. And I, and I definitely have some revisions to mine. Um, not even so much changing of taste, but just of philosophy. And then a, a sort of sub factor is I just kind of get bored of seeing some of them. Like if they were not, super great or didn't really move the needle a ton it's like ah i don't i don't want to see you anymore like i guess i'll just try and drink you as much as possible so i don't so i can replace with something better yeah i'm with you i definitely uh will try to use some of those some of those same bottles where i didn't love it maybe i tried a new bourbon or something didn't love it just use it as uh in mixed drinks you know mm -hmm. if we have company or something try to use that to kill that bottle um but generally I think mine was definitely a space issue, but also just the feeling of there's always new things coming out that I want to yeah. try. And I just, I'm a, I'm going to run out of space and B, mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I can just keep expanding the bar. Yeah. Like justify spending money to get new more and more whiskeys or whatever. If I'm not drinking the ones that I have. And then another shout out to the 375 mil. It's yeah. nice to like get to try and experiment, but not be saddled with it in case it doesn't work out. Like if there's something I like, then I'll go out and get the bigger one. But it's, it's nice to have a little more of a sampler. Um, any other uh, casual Sunday talking yeah. points? I'm nope. sure we'll be prepared just... next time. I'm just assuming I'm going to wake up in the morning and 
all be a bad uh, dream. Still not getting the answers on the news. Yeah, <laughs> that's for damn sure. So we'll keep at it. Okay, so the new sign-up has got to be wash your hands and stay hydrated, folks. And as always, any questions, hit us up at alwaysparched at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook and Instagram at, uh, at alwaysparched. All right, boys, as always, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. See ya. So great. <laughs> you really sold so it. So convincing. I, be- I believe you. <laughs>